Z&D Sports Talk. Hey guys, uh, welcome to Z&D Sports Talk. I am the one host, Zachary Kennedy, along with my co-host here, Derek Brewer. Host number two. Host number dose. Um, we're finally back with you guys after a couple weeks. Um, with all the shit going on, nothing really happening. We felt like we should wait and kind of see how stuff played out. And there's a lot of shit that has played out. Um, number one being this coronavirus shit affecting professional all sports. teams. College teams, anything, society, sports related, as a whole, society, um, and then I feel in the background the NFL, the franchise tagging, the um, well, that well, the yesterday was the start signings. of free agency, so uh, we can definitely be able to talk you about know. that a little bit. Um, we'll talk about the NCAA tournament, what could have been, um what they should do, um, opening day being pushed back, um, the NBA, will, and will the NFL push their week one back? Still a ways away. There's a, there's a bunch of shit that could play out. Um, and I feel like a lot of us are in the dark, man. We don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you can uh you can you can figure some stuff out. Um, but based on well, we'll get into we'll get into that once we talk about it with like South Korea and their sports league starting back up here pretty soon. But um yeah, we'll get into that when uh, when we talk about it. But uh it's a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff going on. It's crazy. Crazy time. I mean, not only in the sports world, but just society in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's wild. Talking about cities shutting down for weeks. I don't know if it'll get to that point. Um, but at work, when I was at work just a little bit ago, somebody came in and said that Richmond, Virginia, had went to a level two state emergency. Or rich, not Richmond, Virginia, Richmond, Indiana, hmm. and. Basically, the only people out on the roads are emergency personnel. And if you have an emergency, obviously, you can be out on the roads. But basically, they're pulling people over to hmm. see what why they're out. That's interesting. I haven't heard anything Whether about that. Whether that's 100% true or not, I'm not sure. That's just one person reading an article and coming to tell me. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't... I'm sure I would imagine that would be pretty big news. That, and... I, no one else has really reported on. So. A lot of this shit, man, that you know. see, you can't really believe. A lot of yeah, it's because phony. It, it, that's that's, uh, that's, that's how that's, the media works, man. And not only the media, but that's it's how social, social media. media works. Yeah, it's people not you know not not doing that, not not checking their, their facts. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and the media. And they don't get me started on the media. On Facebook. <laughs> they see one thing on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever the fuck you have. And they're like, "Oh my god!" Then you got then you got these uh, websites like The Onion, where it's just uh, it's satire. So it's basically one giant 
joke, you know, it's not serious and people will share the share the shit out of these articles and treat them as it's serious. And it's like, no, it's not serious. Like <laughs> it's satire. Come on. Now, Don't be ignorant. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you at first. I think I took this virus as a joke. Not necessarily a joke, but the way I kind of cope with things and handle things is joking about it. Um, and the more research I've done, I wouldn't say I'm scared of the virus. No, because um, we're younger. Yeah, we're in we, a younger generation now. We'll be fine. I think it's like my grandparents. I worry about my great grandparents. I worry about. They have mm-hmm. pre-existing health conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, to them, this is a big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One, we don't have the vaccine for it. Right. Which I think is why everyone is... I'm going to just overblowing this thing. Overreacting. We don't have the vaccine for it. But it's also because of the the media as well. Like, it, there you can't... It's so frustrating because our media here in the U.S. is all—it's all propaganda. It's all about the ratings, so they're gonna make it uh, super negative, you know, to get the most ratings, you know. So you're gonna cause people to panic and, uh, you know, be afraid of this instead of actually giving them the facts about everything. Or you have to go to outside this country to find articles from the U.K. Um, to get any good information on the damn virus. Yeah. And that is probably the most, the thing that just drives me absolutely crazy. Cause then you see people, you know, on Facebook posting, you know, just being ignorant really is the best way to describe it. You know, not, not actually knowing the facts and, and sharing their opinions that are wrong. Like that's a common, it's just a common cold. It's not just a common cold. (laughs) Um, I know just like the whole the whole the whole the flu but it's not the flu. Let me No, let the, me uh, it's the same it's not symptoms. the flu but it is comparable to the flu. Yeah, it's just the same symptoms. Like that's that's what it is. It's the flu and pneumonia. Yeah, and then everything people get making everything political driving me absolutely insane. Like how it's such a it's a big democratic conspiracy to get Trump out of the office, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn! If I see one more post saying that this is all democ- a democratic conspiracy, you know it's what they want. So no one's gonna vote for Trump. It's like, first of all, uh, the government doesn't get their information from the media. They have actual experts, um, scientists, actual doctors that give them the information so they know how to respond. And two, it's worldwide. It's not just in the U.S., you know. So here's my thought on how this <laughs> shit all began. And I've talked to my dad, who is ex-military, and we kind of came up with the same idea of how this shit started out. It obviously started in China. Now, <clears throat> 10 miles from this big Chinese university where they do shit like this, they come up with biochemical weapons to basically have in their arsenal to where if anything happens, they can just drop the shit out of the air. Ten miles away from that university is where the first outbreak was in a fish market. 
in my mind, I'm not saying this is right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying from what I've read and what I've understood is the Chinese could have created this mm. and it kind of got out of hand. I disagree. Um, for The only reason is for biochemical circumstances and it got out of hand. They didn't realize what actually happened and how quick it could spread. Now, the one thing that kind of worries me is not the severity of the virus, but how quick the virus is spreading. It is spreading rapidly. Yes, because it's how long it uh, it takes before you show any symptoms. And, and you can have it for like, I think it's four the, days. The crazy thing is, is people have been saying that this, this virus could have made its way through the U.S. already. And us not even know. Yeah, because you don't. Because we didn't have tests for it. We didn't have we tests. Didn't, you know. And this, it, this could have already hit Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. And could have been out of Montgomery County. That's the one thing they're saying about West Virginia. West Virginia has no cases right now. But they're saying that West Virginia could have already been hit. We would have never known. Yeah, it's because of the symptoms. Because you treat, especially when it's not, you don't have a severe case. Like, it's like, oh, this is just a flu. You know, it'll pass, or, you know, or, or an upper respiratory yeah. infection. Yeah. Which like, is what doctors doc, doctors were saying. That's what they were. I mean, obviously, they, they don't know if it was the coronavirus, but they're saying the symptoms and everything else is the same as an upper respiratory infection. Mm-hmm. How many people get that shit during the winter? Oh, it's, you know, it's what I mean? just, it's just time of year you're just like oh you're like oh this is what everyone's getting so, so it's not people are just like oh it's not a big deal and just this, take and a day or two off work and be fine you know so this shit could have already went around and people were saying you know i had an upper respiratory system or, or infection mm-hmm. you could have had the fucking coronavirus i know you know and, i know because <laughs> i could i feel i think because i could have had it uh, like a month ago yeah, based I mean, on my what wife i had could have had it you know and then i was having problems you know i could have had it and a cough, and that just uh, it was like a day, a day, and I was like a fever. You know, my whole body was aching. Um, it's not really much of a sore throat or anything, but coughing like crazy, and it's like day, and it's gone. But the cough, it's, it lingered for like three weeks. Yeah. So I it's mean, like, so we didn't have <clears throat> the testing back then for us to put pinpoint the coronavirus. So this shit, like I said, could have already made its way around. And I think the one thing that people are failing to understand is the flu is just as deadly as this. Now, the well, rate they, of death is higher for the coronavirus because when it attacks an older person's immune system. There's not also not enough data. Right. Like, the, I, I think in like the, the U.S. The, there's you, only 2,800 <laughs> cases right, right now. That's not enough in a limited time. <laughs> You know, is this more deadly than the flu? You just all you have is the the percentages. Like, I I was reading like someone my age, like one point. It's like one percent of people get it, and out of the, or, or I forget what exactly the numbers were, but like five percent of the people who get it in our age bracket are hospitalized. So <coughs> it's like, and the death rate is like less than one percent. Yeah, I mean, whereas you get like to the elder, elderly where. Any type of, you know, the flu, they have the same thing to worry about as well. 
you know, they're more at risk for in any type of upper respiratory uh, viruses, you know, so it's not really um, much different as far as, you know, what the effects, you know, how the type of people that affects people with pre-existing health conditions, especially, you know, kind of breathing conditions, like people who have smoked all their life. Um, and then this, the, the at-risk people are the same for the same type of viruses. Just this is a little more different. It's a little different than other stuff based on how it <laughs> spreads and, you know, how long before you actually know, before you show the symptoms. <clears throat> I think the one thing that really brought this virus to life is when a couple NBA players got it. Honestly. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, Rudy Gobert tested positive. And just an hour, two hours before the game, maybe not even that, um, I don't he know. was making a joke about it. Yeah, see, and I think he – I don't remember what it was, but he was and, sick. He had, And they had tested him, and he's like, oh, this is nothing. He was kind of being a dick. <laughs> he was rubbing to his people. hands yeah. all over the reporters' microphones, and players in the locker room were saying that he was just being careless mm-hmm. and wound up testing positive for this virus. And I'm assuming with the carelessness, that's how Donovan Mitchell got it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to assume. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think he caught it before that. It could and because very, and very well could have. I think I don't know With all those the details. NBA players that are traveling that much. Um, Kevin Durant actually just tested positive today. Um, I think he was one of four Nets players that tested mm-hmm. positive. Kevin Durant, I think, was the only name that's came out. Yeah, I mean, it's um, not a big deal. Again, he's a healthy. Durant said he athlete. was fine. Yeah, <laughs> he said he felt fine. Yeah, it's you know, Gobert said the same thing. He felt fine. Donovan Mitchell said the same thing. He felt fine. They were just taking precautionary actions. They were mm-hmm. self-quarantining themselves, staying away from people so they could not pass the virus along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's um, what – That's and, and to add to that point, that's what, again, no one – I feel like a lot of people don't understand that the reason here in Ohio, especially, that you see all these um, closings, you know, Obviously, the the bar and bar and restaurants that's a whole other subject because of the amount of people and that's affected via business owners and employees. But the goal, the reason all this stuff is happening is because they don't want to everyone to catch it at the same time and overwhelm the healthcare system. And then, hey, someone who actually needs some type of medical attention, they can't get it because because they're overstaffed with these stupid coronavirus cases. So, so if you can slow the spread, you can treat everyone and not overwhelm the healthcare system which is ultimately it's going to save lives. Obviously there's no way to put a number on it because there's just no way to know how many lives could have been saved. But so the only thing that pissed me off about Mike DeWine closing the schools, right? And I posted this shit on Facebook and it ruffled some feathers, some soft (laughs) fucking motherfuckers feathers, man, ruffled them. (laughs) If this shit was that serious, they would not let our kids go to school on Monday. Well, it's um and the only reason why those kids went to school was to get homework packets. To me, 
if it was that deadly, which every and I'm not and I, what I'm saying is everybody's talking about how oh my god, uh, this virus is so deadly. If it was that deadly, they would not let our kids go to school Monday. Well, the reason people weren't understanding what I was trying to say. Yeah, no one understood what you were saying, which is baffling. Again, un- reading comprehension. But and the one thing I'll, that pissed I'll, me off is somebody was like, "Well, um, the state of Ohio, you know, they're giving the state of Ohio three days to take an action plan." Have you ever seen the fucking state of Ohio move in three days to fucking do anything? No. You see how long it takes to get a damn court case. Three fucking days is not going to do anything for the state of Ohio. So don't give me that fucking argument of, oh, well, they needed this and needed that. But to uh, to counter your actual argument, um, while kids don't kids haven't shown any symptoms. No, like they they're don't get just sick. carriers. They can just carry it. So that's... Right. But you can problem, say that's why... But the thing is... Is what I was trying to say is if this thing is that deadly, which everyone and the government's overblowing it as deadly, people that are uneducated are overblowing it as deadly. If it was that deadly, they wouldn't send our kids to school, man. It's just to contain this. Yeah. I mean, it's. And the thing, my point was yes, education is important. Is it that important that we send kids to school and could potentially fucking get a deadly virus? No. But it's not. It Everybody's overblowing it, man. It's not. Kids the, are going to get it. Yeah, the virus, the virus itself is, is being overblown, um, which people, again, again, because they don't have all the facts, because our news media is just a bunch of propaganda bullshit. Um, but I digress. Anyway, <laughs> so the virus itself, um, again, not that deadly, obviously, except for to, you know your elderly people and your people who have you know the pre-existing conditions, like any other type of similar virus would be. It's just the it's spread. Just it's the just the spray. It spreads. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the concern. That's the biggest concern. And another thing, and <clears> I know <throat> I kind of felt it. It felt heartless on what I said on Facebook. Somebody said, well, how are these parents supposed to provide food for their kids? Well. Go to the store. $5. (laughs) Get yourself a nice big thing of oatmeal. I don't understand. That'll last a month. Should they have? There's plenty of cheap options that you can go to the store and buy. Right. They have like the go to Kroger. Their hot dogs and hot dog buns are a 10 for 10. Go spend Five dollars. Get, get yourself hot packs. dogs for like two months. You can go get four <laughs> packs of ramen noodles for twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, the big twelve in a pack. Twelve in a pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, you're right. that worried about yeah. it, there's literally options that you can take to do this. Yeah, it's. But my kid's on reduced lunch. I understand that, but you also knew, with schools closing, that businesses. And schools were going to put out that they will be serving lunch, which is exactly what they're doing. These restaurants and businesses are saying, hey, if you come from this time to this time, free kids lunch. Hey, if you go to this school, they have a seven-day lunch pack that you can get. It's not that hard, man. And it's, yes, it's not the healthiest thing. 
But right. if you are really worried about your kids starving, go get fucking hot dogs, bologna, bread, mm-hmm. ramen noodles, yeah. soup. There's plenty of fucking options that you have. 10 for 10 raviolis. 10 for 10 SpaghettiOs. There's a shit ton of options that you have for very, very cheap. Mm-hmm. And if you can't afford those to begin with, you should not have kids. Word. <laughs> Word. That's how I feel. It's true. If you can't put food on the table for your kids, you shouldn't have them to begin with. Now, listen. I understand that some some situations are different, and people go through hard times. I've been through hard times. I understand that. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to sacrifice something that you want to fucking do to put food in your kids' mouths. Instead of go getting your fucking nails done, (laughs) put food on the table for your kid. Instead of ordering DoorDash for the fourth time this week. Go fucking (laughs) to the store, man. Instead of driving around, buying fucking drugs, put food in your kid's mouth. That excuse, I'm not okay with. Now, literally, there are some people that just, they don't have the money. And I understand that. And I'm not bad-mouthing those people. And this isn't directed towards those people. Some people really need help. And if you need help, reach out to me. I will help you. People will help you, mm-hmm. but yep. don't, I, I just don't, I don't like the people that, oh, well, I can't go get my nails done this week then. Put food in your goddamn <laughs> kid's mouth, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess I can't go buy weed this week. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> that's, that's the type of shit that pisses me off. It's not the people that work hard and still can't afford it. It's the people that, oh, well, I can't go do this for myself, so I guess I have to be a fucking parent now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I saw a meme on Facebook, yeah, and uh... I fucking died rolling. It said, well, it looks like the Yellow Rose is closing. Half you bitches are going to have to be mothers this week. <laughs> I saw that. It wasn't I was that, fucking it wasn't that, uh... dying because I, that is so true, bro. Yeah, I saw a similar meme. It was, uh, except there was... Um... About just not going to work. Similar concept, but well, you won't be at work. So it looks like you'll have to be a parent now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't understand some of these people, man. And it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I see it too. Like, you see, I see and on like Facebook, I said, man, I, I, I see just, family members with post the most ignorant shit. And I'm just like, yeah, uh, I really want to comment on it. I'm like, no, I don't want to get into an argument with this. And, and I just like, want, I want, I want the record to be straight. I'm not bad mouthing the people that actually work hard and struggle putting food in their kids' mouths. Some people need help. I'm talking about the people that can't sacrifice money for their kids, but go out and do all this other shit. That those are the people that I'm talking about. So I don't want everyone to take this as, oh, well, Zach's fucking heartless, bro. No, listen. Heartless bastard. <laughs> like, I love I love kids, man. I work with kids daily. I see some kids that struggle. And it's not their kids, it's not the kid's fault when the parent is the one that's causing the fucking issues. Yep. 
And like I said, man, this has nothing to do with parents that go and bust their ass and try to do best for their kids and still can't afford shit. It's very expensive to live. I understand that. And especially if you have multiple kids and a single mother or a single father trying to do it on their own. I get it. I've been in that situation. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? But I always sacrificed for my kids. And that's what being a parent is all about. Whenever you have kids, it's not about you anymore. You know what I mean? Those kids are the most important things yep. in your life. Yep. Or at least they should be. And some people don't understand that concept. Some people just think it's money to them. They have kids to get a big fucking tax return. They have kids to get money for this and that. They have kids to get money for this and that. That Those are the people I'm talking about. Yep. We know. I'm done on the rant. <laughs> <laughs> that shit really got under my skin. Now, back to sports. <laughs> um, the NBA has permanently, not permanently, but they have postponed the season. Yeah. And they're saying that it could, <clears throat> they could start back up in. I don't know. There's they no, don't know. They don't know. Um, but what they're saying right now is if they could potentially. Start the season back up, finish the season, and the playoffs would be sometime around August. I think it would be in like a shortened season. But I know like with South Korea, they're about to start their basketball league back up. Um, I think in like a week or, or two. And it after it's been, they've shut down for about four weeks, so a month. But also they've handled this a lot differently than we have here in the in the U.S. You know, and they're also a, um, it's a smaller geographical area that these contain but i mean i know this is just they've been softball. very they've been very aggressive in their testing and everything so it, more aggressive than we have so we can't we can say hey you know four weeks is possible here but with just the vast size geogra- of the u.s geographically and the fact that we haven't taken it as seriously until recently as a country then uh i don't see any sports i don't being see played until may oh no that's for sure um, I don't see anything going down until May. And and it could be longer. I I think it'll be longer. I was uh listening to the Joe Rogan podcast a few days or over the over the weekend. I think it was like Friday. I don't, I don't remember which day, but he had a guy on there that was uh basically a scientist, yeah, or an infectious disease expert. And uh, so I mean, it, it, you got to be like. It could last till July, August, you know. It could, it it could last a while. Warm. Yeah, I mean. They're saying that this the, virus, not die, but when it gets warmer weather, this virus could potentially die off. They don't know, though. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. I mean, that's what you see. You just got to be prepared for or understand that, that it, could, it could die off really quickly or it could last a long time. You just don't know. And that's what you see with these viruses. Warmer weather, they can't really handle. That's when shit starts to die off. Usually when it gets a lot warmer. This virus, mm-hmm. we know nothing about, though. But what we can't, what I can say, or at least as, as far as the news goes and everything, as far as reporting goes, we don't know for sure. But it seems mostly to be contained in the northern hemisphere of the world. It's where it's most 
expanding right now. So you got, and that's winter for the Northern Hemisphere. You got yeah. your Southern Hemisphere is in summertime right now. So you don't see like in Africa, you don't hear much about it. Um, really, South America, I don't think you don't hear much about it there either. So obviously, it could just be a fact that no one's reporting there. Right. <laughs> but you don't hear much from that. So All right, so we're going to go to a sports topic now. You know, I think that I think everything that we covered needed to be said. Um, but but when next go to the uh, the big free agency news lately with the NFL. Um, you want to save that for for last? We'll save that last. There's a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, I I kind of want to go over what the NCAA did and how we feel about it, and was it the right call and what they should do to with the seniors in college. So some of the biggest news right now is the NCAA. Did they cancel their tournament or postpone it? No, they canceled it. They canceled all spring sports, canceled all the, the basketball tournaments. Okay, I thought I thought that's what it was. I didn't think that they were. Canceled spring football, spring practice, recruiting, yeah. all that stuff. Um, do I think it was the right decision? I do not agree with the canceling. I felt like it should have been postponed. But, yes, I see where they were coming from. Even though it sucks, mm-hmm. I see where they were coming from. I mean, it's – I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it was, a, it was a mess because you had all these mid-majors that are already – had played their tournaments. Some conferences already played their conference tournaments. Uh, some conference tournaments were just starting. Some were like halfway through, you know. Uh, so it was – and then to, to postpone it, it would be difficult to resume it. Um, you know, it wouldn't be – unless you just want to give the automatic bids to your – regular season champion from those conferences, which I would not have any problem with. And that's um, what I felt like they should have done. I felt like mm-hmm. the automatic bid should have been to your conference champions, your regular season conference champions. And then you pick from what you already knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think they now, should would have took some of the March madness out of March madness because you see those upsets in conference tournaments. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're still giving the people what they want to see. Yeah, but I think the the conference tournament cha- or the regular season conference champion should be the automatic bid anyway. Right. But that's another topic for discussion. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, and it's, they usually are. They usually are. Um, unless they just absolutely shit the bed, which Wright State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but although, to be fair to Wright State, the team that they lost to, I think, like they had three losses in conference, and that including the tournament. And it was the same. Two of them were the same team, so yeah. just a bad matchup with the team they played in the semifinals. Um, but, but I would have liked to have seen them postpone. And I thought they pulled the trigger a little bit early. I mean, I think it was. Uh, I think it was more of them. Well, they even unknown. Yeah, but they even said it once the NBA news came out. It was like, well, yeah. Oh, we better cancel it. I already knew as soon as Rudy Gobert tested positive and the NBA shut the NBA down that every sport was going to follow. They mm-hmm. had to. Yeah, That was the only decision that they had. Mm-hmm. Adam Silver was trying to protect his players, and if you let something go on, now you look now you look like the commissioner that doesn't give a shit about his players and only the money. Mm-hmm. 
So Adam Silver did what he had to do. I mean, they were going to. It was the right decision. Yeah, they were going to. I mean, it went from no fans, which they're already losing a lot of money by not having any fans, to and that was like all sports. You know? Right. So it was, uh, I think, in the long run, if you just want to talk money-wise, I think it's, it's better to cancel the, actually cancel the rest of the season because you lose out on all that ticket revenue and everything. So And uh, merchandise, merchandising, you know, the concessions and all so that stuff. So the NCAA is canceled. Yeah. Um, the NBA is postponed. MLB pushed their... Opening, opening day, day back, back two weeks. weeks. Yeah, canceled or they canceled spring training or I think yes. something like that. So they canceled the rest of spring training and pushed opening day back two weeks. Yeah. As far as we know right now, the NFL draft is still happening, but they said it's basically going to be nobody there. Yeah. Owners are going to phone in their calls, or GMs are going to phone in their calls, and then they're going to go from there. Mm-hmm. It's going to look like a big-ass fantasy football draft. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's basically what it's going to be. It's going to be a big-ass fantasy football draft. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, the only thing that sucks about that is now a lot of these guys aren't being able to do pro days, which they are, some mm-hmm. of them already did. But other teams want to come see you and look and should. Okay, if I'm comparing Love to Herbert, now I can't really go and see. You got the film. The film, yes, but I want to see him in person. Mm-hmm. You can – I think they canceled private – or at least they did. the free agency they did. They did. So They we'll canceled see. everything we'll see what happens. sports-related for right now. Uh, let's see. When When is the draft? April? End of April? Mid-April, end yeah, of April. April 15th, 16th. So, yeah, about a month from now. Um, yeah, I mean, to me – I don't know. Uh, personally, I think that, I mean, yeah, the pro days are nice, but you should already have all the information you need on film. Maybe you can use the pro day as a way to meet with them, maybe learn more about who they are as a person that say, hey, is this the right character? Learn right. more about their character or um, the type of person they are. But I think as far I as... see that. I mean, by... Or maybe, you should already know who you're pretty much drafting. <clears throat> yeah. You should have a... Oh, yeah, they do. Your draft board is already filled out. Yeah. Just um, you might have guys who have red flags, so you have to clear it up. <coughs> but I swear me coughing is not the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I cough oh, man. Hey, coughing is a new... Uh, it's a new, it's uh, a new farting. Yeah, it's a new farting, yeah. <laughs> to cover shit up. Yeah, now you fart to cover your cough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... There's a lot of there's a lot of NFL news. There is, there definitely is. Um, <laughs> a lot to get into. So first off, let's go with start with Tom, or start with the the trades that have are let's, crazy. Okay. So let's start with Tom Brady. Okay, it's not official. It's not official yet, but it has been reported that Tom Brady will sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's expected, unless something is just unseen right now. 
ESPN reported on that 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter just tweeted 38 minutes ago that Tampa Bay is uh, expected landing spot. So, uh, so it's pretty so much it's pretty much a done deal. Adam Schefter Adam doesn't tweet Schefter lies. Is... He's always accurate. So, um, Tampa. That's surprising. Like, it was down to uh, it was down Tampa, to Tampa and, and the, uh, Chargers. the Chargers. Now, the way I see it is he didn't want to play in the AFC and have to play possibly play the Patriots in the playoffs again. That's that's. The only way I see him I going see to Tampa that. instead of the Chargers, because he's from California, you know, L.A. You know, he's got like some kind of movie, um, or thing in going my on opinion, as well. Tampa Bay has better receivers. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got <laughs> yeah. This team overall is shit, but that could have just been. Well, their uh their defense is all right. Their defense is okay. Their offensive line is okay. Uh, it's, running back uh, is an average. issue. Running back is like Ronald Jones, I think. Yeah, but he hasn't. He's got like what six hundred yards yeah. in his two years. Um, yeah, so. I mean, but with Tom, Godwin. I mean Tom never had an elite running backs yeah. in New England, really. I mean, you have Godwin, Mike Evans, and OJ Howard. Yeah, he'll be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old Jameis now. And What's what they're saying is the feeling? Patriots could get Jameis Winston. Gonna trip ah. Uh, trade him to interest that's interesting they're saying that the patriots could get james winston i mean i if you're looking at they trades were going teddy bridgewater but bridgewater just got signed to carolina yeah if you're now, looking at trades they can make you got jim you got cam newton james winston winston i thought, I thought andy Dalton. contract was up he's a restricted free agent i think you could go andy dalton Andy. Which I think would be a good fit in New England. Cam Newton. Cam Newton would not be a good fit in New England. His personality, no, but he's an option. Um, who else is out there that they can trade for? Uh, I think there's someone else I'm forgetting. All right, so I'm on ESPN right now, and I'm going to go over the March 17th trades or free or uh, free agency signing. Tampa Bay expected to sign Tom Brady. Cowboys signed Sean Lee. Bengals signed Trey Waynes. He's from Ohio. It makes sense. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Steelers signed J.J. Watt's brother, fullback. Mm-hmm. The Redskins signed Thomas Davis. Mm-hmm. He's like 40, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven ACL surgeries. Yeah, right. <laughs> The Bills extended Jordan Poyer. Two-year deal, yeah. Giants signed Kyler Fackrell. Fackrell? Yeah, Fackrell played for for the Packers. Mm -hmm. Um, Darquez Denard signs with the Jags. Malik Collins signs with the Raiders. Sherbert also went to the Jags. Um, Big signing, in my opinion. Uh, I don't really see the point in it. But he is a hell of a player. DJ Reader, um, four-year, $53 million deal with the Bengals. The Jets sign Alex Lewis. Here's a big one, which I don't really understand this at all. The Colts sign Phillip Rivers, one-year, 25 mil. I mean, if you get um, 
Philip Rivers from two years ago. But didn't they just extend Jacoby Brissett? I don't know. No, well, he had a he had his uh, his he had a player option or a team option that they gave him. I think. Um, or it was like a Chargers deal. signed Brian Balaga. Mm-hmm. Beluga, Balaga. Balaga. The Raiders signed Jason Witten, which good luck with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Six second forty. <laughs> the Titans signed Vic Beasley Jr. The Eagles mm-hmm. will part ways with Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins signed Jordan Howard. Yep, they'll probably draft a running back too. The Jaguars signed Joe Sherbert. Five-year, $53.75 billion, which is way too much money, too much money for him. Yes. So uh, Jalen Mills will move to safety. Uh, Raiders, they signed Corey Littleton. Um, Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater. The and Bears, are going to trade Newton. The Bears signed Robert Quinn for way too much money. <laughs> um, yeah. And they're letting Leonard Floyd walk, which I don't really understand that. Uh, Chase Daniel signs with the Lions. The Dolphins. He's a backup. Yes. So, uh, the again. Dolphins signed Emmanuel Ogba. And Drew Brees signs with the Saints. And, uh, well, that was yesterday. But, uh, say, your boy Randall Cobb went to Houston. Yeah. Uh, you can have him for how much money you're getting. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, I think a big pickup in my mind, the Giants signed Blake Martinez. Um, yeah, Cobb goes to Houston. Amari Cooper re-signs with Dallas. Spurring the Redskins who offered him more money. <laughs> but he wanted to be a cowboy, man. Um I like uh, I like what the Browns are the Browns have done so far. Yeah, I was but, gonna save that for you to talk about, um, because I know how passionate you are about the Browns, obviously. Um the Bears signed Jimmy Graham for I think way too much money. <laughs> yeah. Why why not just draft a tight end? Um so <laughs> Another question is what the fuck are the Texans doing? Hey, they, I mean, uh, there's some of the, I like the signings they've made outside of Cobb have been good. But the trade? The trade that was the dumbest trade I've ever seen in my life. Like DeAndre Hopkins in a fourth or a set or a fifth? No, they gave a they gave a I think a, it was a late round pick. I think it was a fifth. And they received David Johnson in a second round pick. For so, a top 3 receiver in one the of the best receivers in the league. And look at all the other – I saw a post, all these other receivers Stephon that have been – Stephon Diggs went for a first. Diggs went for a first. And um, you don't get a first for Hopkins? Yeah, you got Beckham yes, went for David a first. Johnson is, when he's healthy, a good But he, he hasn't had more than four but, yards per carry since yes. 2016. So, so, it's, so you're telling me that David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins is a good – no. If that's terrible. If this is 2016, yes, it's a good yeah. trade. But <laughs> this is four years later. <laughs> He can't stay healthy either. I mean, my God, man, what the fuck is Bill O'Brien doing? God, he's uh I mean, I don't understand. He's this like shit. it's like the Knicks in basketball. Like every move they make, it's like what? I don't I don't get it. So let's go over your Browns. I don't get it either. Let's man. talk about that. And then we'll talk about my Cowboys. We can definitely do that. So uh Austin Hooper, best tight end uh, available. I like that signing. Um from the Falcons, 
They gave him uh, well, uh, what was it? A uh, three, four, five? Uh, I forget how many years. But he's basically the highest paid tight end in the game now, um, which is uh, pretty huge. And uh, I know Stefanski uses a lot of two tight end sets in uh, Minnesota. So it'll be him so and Njoku. And, and I mean, uh, Hooper's going to be your reliable. He's going to catch everything. And Joku, he's an athletic freak, but he does have trouble catching the healthy? ball. He has until last year. His first two years in the league, he was healthy. Um, it's just the uh, he'll get open and he'll make the acrobatic catches, but when he's wide the open, he might drop the ball. Oh, Njoku. But, um, One of the best signings I saw from the Browns was Jack Conklin. Jack Conklin, right tackle. Short up one of their tackle spots. So that means at number 10, they're probably going to draft a left tackle. So then you have is a weakness as long as the left tackle is solid right away. You got rookie left tackle. You got Petonio at left guard, one of the better guards in the league. Treader, one of the better centers in the league. Uh, and right guard is... Uh, any really anybody can play there. I don't care. After <laughs> one in the second round. Oh, they have guys that played there last year. They have a, a couple guys that did were serviceable there last year. But right guard, you just can you run a block? Yes. Right. Okay, stick them in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got Conklin at right tackle. So it's uh, I think that sure, definitely I good. think that shored up some questions about the Browns' offensive line. Yeah, just that one signing. One, yeah, that definitely. So now you're looking at their offense is pretty set. I mean, I hope I want them to re-sign Higgins receiver, but I don't know if they will. So, so the big problem is you lose Joe Sherbert. But for that lose, much money, he can yes, go. Right, right. He wasn't that great of a player. The really. one that I saw that kind of is going to hurt in my mind was Christian Kirksey. I thought mm-hmm. he did big things for you guys and good things. And I yeah, he was that hurt. Was going to resign him. Yeah, he was hurt. I mean, well, they have their Green two. Bay resigned him, and the only reason why Green Bay went after him so hard is because they lost two linebackers. Well, you had the, Martinez. We had the two rookie linebackers last year that they drafted in uh, uh, Grace and no, in uh, Mac Wilson. The Browns drafted two. Uh, oh, yeah. Wilson and was it Avery? No, no, they traded him a couple okay. years ago. Okay, no, Sione uh, Taki Taki. I have no idea. That. He's he's from BYU. Dude is a an animal. Um, Should have played more, in my opinion. Mac Wilson showed up. So yeah, I think so. That's two linebackers now. Granted, what they're gonna do? They're gonna for a third. They need safeties. They don't have any safeties on their roster. I don't think <laughs> right now. Um, Randall, no, no, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Randall, uh, Jeff Burris signed with uh, Kansas City, and uh, Eric Murray signed with Houston. So those are other two safeties on their roster, and they cut Morgan Burnett, who was playing really well until he tore his Achilles last year, which sucks. But um, yeah, and you got Randall. Those are like their four safeties that they've that played. I see them having to sign. They have a rookie on still on the roster that they drafted last year, but he was uh, pretty inconsistent tackling wise. I, I see them having to sign Demarius Randall. I mean, he's gonna want some money though. I mean, they were gonna they were gonna go after Anthony Harris from the, the Vikings. Menace, the Vikings, but I think it surprised everyone that the Vikings franchise tagged him. Didn't seem like that was going to be what they were going to do. If they were going to franchise tag someone else, the Browns have not used their franchise tag, correct? No, they haven't. Could they use that on Demarius Randall? Could. I don't know why they would. I mean, I, I don't know if they really want to use. I mean, 
I don't know. I guess at this point, if you have no safeties (laughs) on your roster, you have no options. Well, we'll see. I don't even know who is still out there. The dude from Denver resigned. You can always go get Jeff Heath. (laughs) 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 Jeff Heath. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's not terrible. He's not terrible. Just put him at the third linebacker. I'm just tired of fucking watching him miss (laughs) miss tackles. Put him at linebacker. He won't miss him. Yeah. There. He won't be trying to headhunt all the time. Right. So, <laughs> but, um, so who else did the Browns sign? Signed a fullback from Minnesota because Stavansky uses a lot of um, fullback sets, like two receivers, two tight ends, running back, fullback. They placed the second round tender on uh, Kareem Hunt. So if anyone, he's a restricted free agent. So if anyone resigns him, if the Browns don't match the offer, they had they get a second round pick. So. I expect him to be back. Um, um, as far as receiver, they have uh, Beckham and Landry. Obviously, you don't need to say anything else. Uh, I want them, and they have some other younger guys down the depth chart. I want them to re-sign uh, Rashard Higgins. I don't know if they will. I, I mean, he fell out of favor with Kitchens after he got hurt for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, but he was always open, not the fastest guy. But he's just always open. <laughs> so he he was um, in Mayfield's rookie year. He was his like security blanket. You know that he would when when he's in trouble, he's going to Higgins. So I also signed the Browns signed Case Keenum. Can yeah, you give me an they idea did. Of why backup like a veteran backup to help Baker? Uh, that's that. From what I saw, that's some pretty steep money for a backup. Uh, only ten million guaranteed. That's pretty steep for a backup. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I see the Keenum and Stefanski working together. Yeah, he was. You know, he was in Minnesota. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a backup, but also a security blanket because you know what you're going to get with Keenum. So if if Mayfield struggles or gets or gets hurt or struggles, you know what you have in Keenum. Um. So I don't think it's not. And I don't think it's going. It's not going to be a quarterback competition. I mean, and honestly, with the weapons of Cleveland, I don't, I don't see Keenum doing that bad if he gets thrown in there. No, I mean he played really well when he started in Minnesota, when Stefanski was the OC. Still, so it's not like <clears throat> he didn't play bad in Washington. He just had nobody, nobody. No, he had nobody. I don't um, think Washington still has a receiver besides him, McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah, you know they were trying to go out and get all these big name receivers, and they dropped the ball on all of them. Those son wants to go to Washington. You know, I mean, <laughs> they they can't they, they, they haven't been able to sign anyone for a long they time. Smoked the Cowboys' offer. Yeah, and Amari Cooper basically said, "Go fuck yourself. I'm staying in Dallas." Yeah, because he'd rather win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got, I mean, the coach. Yes, they run a very great coach. They did a good job there. I just don't think people trust Dan Snyder as the owner. Um, and I think people are still unsure about Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah. he uh, Yeah, that's true. I mean, he got – to be fair, he was not – when they threw him in there, he was not ready. As no, the season went on, the he, end of the he year. He wasn't ready, and you see all those offensive linemen kind of, uh, I haven't played with you all year. I don't really want you telling me what to do. You know what I mean? They didn't trust him as a starting quarterback. 
No, because they maybe, knew he wasn't ready. They knew it's like it's like so maybe in this offseason he can kind of show the leadership that he needs to to get that team behind Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, and he I mean I still see potential in Dwayne yeah, Haskins. Yeah, last the last two games of the year he played really well. He threw for like four hundred yards, didn't throw any interceptions the last two games. And that was with getting hurt the last game. So or yeah, so he uh definitely showed improvement throughout the season. So and they, even the like the players, like you see Adrian Peterson and some of the other players that that come out and show their support for him. So that played with him last year. So I don't think it's a question of work ethic. It's not a question of his work ethic. It's not a question of talent. It's just he just wasn't ready. He didn't have enough experience. They came out too soon. Who got traded for the thirteenth pick? There was a trade that happened. Uh, I know. Oh, that was a. Uh, that was a uh, shoot. That was the Colts. They got what's his name from San oh, Francisco. DeForest Buckner. Yeah, Buckner. That's a big pickup for Indianapolis. DeForest Buckner is an animal. Mm-hmm. And then, and San Francisco took one of their strengths. They knew they're not going to be able to re-sign all these guys and flip them for a first-round pick. And it's still the still strength on their team, and they, and they can. Draft another need. That they have a great defensive line. DeForest mm-hmm. Buckner was a big part of that, mm-hmm. but they were not going to be able to resign DeForest Buckner. Right, and you see, they traded him, and the Colts gave him like a five-year, a huge contract. Yeah. So, and I think I think it worked out well for both teams. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was yeah, that was a good, solid, solid trade. Can't fault either of them for making it, especially with the the Colts getting Philip signing Philip Rivers. So, anyone else that the Browns sign? No, they haven't signed anyone today. So I know they're going to need some. They need defense. The rest, basically, they need. If they sign anyone else on offense, see they're going to be a guard or a tackle, um, or maybe ever another receiver. Third, that's down the like a third receiver. The dude from Kansas City went to Marcus Robinson. They've been linked to him, but uh, I don't know if his that, his asking price might be too much. That that would be a nice fit. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, I was shocked that Byron Jones signs with Miami. Um, I for sure thought he was going to Philly. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought he was going to Philly. Philly was trying hard. Well, Miami made him in the... my mind like maybe he wants to go to Philly to try to get back at Dallas. I didn't really know. Um, Miami shoveled out some money. They are for Byron Jones. Yeah, they made him the high, shoveling out money. Highest paid corner in, in the league, which he's not, but <laughs> um, he's getting paid like it. Um, I knew that the Cowboys were not going to be able to re-sign. Amari Cooper and Byron Jones, and I'm really glad with what we did. We needed Amari Cooper. Um, in our in, in our defense, our strength is in our front seven. Um, so I think in my mind we need to at least draft a corner to I think put in that third slot. Problem is, it's a weak corner class. It is, um, but we still have a woozy a Jordan Lewis. I think we'll be okay. Um, I think uh, in the in the middle rounds, I don't know where what kind of picks you have. But I think 
Damon Arnett would probably be a good fit for you. Second, um, what second, third round? I would be okay with Arnett in a second or third round. The first round, we need to go get a safety. Hands down, we have to go get a safety if they're there. If they're not there, with Randall Cobb walking, maybe I, I wouldn't. I don't want to draft a receiver in the first round unless for some god fucking reason, <laughs> CD Lamb or <laughs> Jerry Judy falls that far. Yeah. Then I think at that point you have to take that um, because then you have the three-headed monster of Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and one of those two. And at that point, um, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck. You better have three good, good corners. Um, <laughs> Which it really in the and NFL. I know, Ty wasn't, I know Ty wasn't all in on that. But in my it mind. Depends on, it depends on. It depends on the situation. And what you think. I think that Ty was planning on us for sure signing Randall Cobb, so it didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make any sense. When you have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Randall Cobb, it doesn't make any sense for you to draft one of those guys in the first round to not play. But now we have a wide receiver position open, and if CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy fall to us, why the fuck would you not draft one of those guys? Yeah, it depends on, uh, I think it depends on how you rate the other players. As far as your need goes, um, and because say you have like safety, just to give an example. Say you have the the two safeties, or you say you have uh, the two safeties rated, you know, pretty much equal. So if you in that third safety on your board, how what kind of a drop off is there? So do you think that you can get him in the second round or the third round and still have a good player there, or do you think that hey you got these two guys at safety and then the rest of the class isn't very good so we're not gonna use a fifth round pick on a safety and expect him to start or contribute right away so it's a it's a very difficult decision i i just think in my mind one of those two guys fall to you you have to take them um just because of how much they could change the game you know with the route running the speed that these guys have in my mind, they're once-in-a-lifetime guys. Mm. I think C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy are going to do great things in the league, honestly. Their route running is par none. Um, they both have really great hands. Lamb's route running is a little – isn't as that isn't – it's, it's good, but it's not Judy, but it's great. Good. It's not – you know any of the top receivers really in that first round range, he's not at the top just because of his athletic abilities right. so much higher. So, going away from the draft, um, let's talk about the Amari Cooper signing. Five years, $100 million. You know how much of that was guaranteed? Um, let me check. I can't. I, don't, I didn't I don't really know look at the guaranteed money. I was just fucking excited that we signed Amari Cooper. <laughs> does, that um, make him, does that make him the highest paid? Um, that's a good question. I'm not sure. It's up there. It's for sure up there. Yeah. It's- um, In your mind... Is Amari Cooper worth five years, hundred mil? Um. Well, let me see how much is guaranteed <laughs> before I make that <laughs> assessment. Uh, crap, that didn't say. I don't think it said. No, I don't think it did. I haven't seen yet. I don't see the numbers, but that's twenty-five mil a year, roughly. Um, or not twenty mil a year, twenty, not twenty-five. Um, but. I think he is. 
I mean, I would say, yeah, see, that's a solid, solid contract. I mean, he's a for sure number one receiver, number one receiver, even if he wasn't in Dallas. Yeah, he's yeah he's a, know, he's, he's a legit a sure number, one number one receiver. He has, and you have to nowadays. If you have another number one receiver, you do it. You have to pay, give him the most money, because he's gonna he's gonna go somewhere else. And in my mind, he has some of the best route running in the game. I mean, the separation that he gets off the line because of his route running is just unreal. And then you play back on him because the corner can't keep up with his route running, and then he breaks off a slant for fucking eighty yards. He's fast too. <laughs> yeah. Um. So in my Larry mind, Fitzgerald still the best route runner in the game. And the crazy thing is, is Larry Fitzgerald is now going to play with DeAndre Hopkins yeah. with Kyler Murray. Another great route runner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in my mind, I liked it. Um, like I said, I knew that Cooper and Byron Jones both weren't going to be able to sign. And our biggest need was signing Mari Cooper. Um, yeah. One, he became the safety blanket for Dak Prescott. And... The only the only thing that I don't like about Amari Cooper is some games it's like he didn't show up. That's my only knock on Amari Cooper. <coughs> Sometimes it yeah. just felt like where in the fuck is Amari Cooper at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean that could be also. But uh... I know he was also struggling with some injuries last year, some little injuries. So that could have been a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was playing hurt. Which I, you know, applaud to. Um, but in this NFL, you know, when you once you get past halfway in the season, everybody's got some kind of right hurt. Um, not and injured. The but thing hurt. that sucked with him is I think all of his injuries were in his foot. Yeah, you know, that makes it which hard as to... a receiver makes it worse. Yeah, um, when you're breaking and trying to cut off that. Yeah. That's so, rough. but I I like the signing. Um, and the Brady Brady contract is thirty mil a year. How many years? I haven't seen that yet. Uh, see, Jesus. see what, see if Schefter has. A, uh, let's see. Breeze, I think, no. signed two mere, two years, fifty mil. Yeah. Um. So let's Doesn't get say. into the moment that the Cowboys have been waiting for. We franchise tag Dak Prescott. <laughs> then uh, I also saw that you offered to make him the highest paid quarterback in the game. And he turned it down. <laughs> uh, I think it was like $105 million guaranteed. So you just not want to play in Dallas? He turned it down. The only thing I'll say is unless, the Cowboys should have jumped, jumped on this a long time ago instead of waiting till the last minute. Well, the only thing that I could think that would be the reason for him to turn it down is he thinks hey, I'll play this one year on the franchise tag and then get even more money next year. That's the only reason he would have to turn... That's the only, all, that's the only logical reason you would have at turning that contract but down. All the, but all the experts are saying now that they expect Dak to sit out, which I don't really understand. Like, yeah. that hasn't helped anyone. No, you know, I mean, sitting no, it's, out on a franchise tag has not helped anyone. No, it's not going to make get you more money. Like it's gonna show that you're a fucking you're all you care about is the money. 
Now I understand, man. These dudes want to get paid, and I completely, I completely understand that. But at some point, when somebody offers you a hundred and five million guaranteed, and could make you the richest quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. one, you either don't want to play for that team, or two, you're just fucking stupid. <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah, makes zero sense. Do you know how many years they offered him? So I'm not five. for sure. And the one thing that people have also said around Dak Prescott is they didn't want a long-term contract. They wanted a three- or four-year deal to where he signs out, gets all this money, and then he's on another contract for another three or four years. Mm-hmm. And Dallas didn't want that. Dallas wanted a five- or six-year deal, and he would have been – 32 because I think I think he's 26 I think he's 26 now so he would have been he signs a six-year deal he, he'll be 32 on he's the a back, quarterback. On the back end of he... his career though he's yeah. not gonna sign I mean by then who fucking knows it's QB it's quarterback you look at these guys but they look at Brady and Breeze, Breeze and is Rivers what, 40 and, and just guys. signed 50 mil for two years yeah um, so if it meant like mentally, as long as you're still sharp, um, you can play quarterback for a long time, even if your arm strength goes, as long as you keep your accuracy. Here's what I'll say. If Dak even threatens the, the shit of sitting out, trade his fucking ass. <laughs> you have to go get something for him. You don't want to let him walk because now you're getting nothing out of a quarterback. That's going to go get a shit ton of money somewhere. Trade him. Yeah, and you don't pick high enough in the draft to draft one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in my mind, if anyone's talking about trading, or if anyone's talking about sitting out, go trade Dak. (laughs) Now, it has to be done before the draft. Because, you know what I mean, we're not going to be able to fucking sit back and wait until July and go, hey, we're going to trade you. Yeah, you got to get an actual and quarterback then, in return. And then Unless you got someone nothing. out there that hasn't been signed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so the whole, the whole thing is spot. I don't, I don't know if he'll sit out. I'm not really for sure. Um, thing, he's still I don't, making a shit ton of money on the franchise tag. Yeah, let me – I'm going to see if I can find out what they actually – if it's even – um, uh, let's see what kind of contract they offered him. But if we don't, oh, it was uh, so his uh, I don't think it shows. This is say how many years it was worth. Um, actually, it was about it was about three year deal, three or four. He declined. It was a thirty three million dollar year contract with one hundred five guaranteed. Okay, would have made him the richest. Uh, would be the richest contract in NFL history. And turned it down. And he turned it down. It must have been, the only thing I can think of is the length wasn't what he wanted. I mean, that's guaranteed. That's so you don't know how many how much they actually had in, in incentives. So it could have been that the length wasn't what he wanted. But still that's <laughs> that's a lot of money to turn down. <laughs> that's hundred and five million care. you just turned down yeah. out of your bank account. Yeah, like how much that's just like the signing bonus. Like I'll 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 gladly take that for you. Yeah. Right. 
And not then <laughs> all the money he's getting on endorsements on top of that. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing with the Cowboys. Oh, if man. we don't. Unless he doesn't think, unless he doesn't think McCarthy will be a good fit with him. I don't, I don't. He know wants to go somewhere right else. Now, so here's the thing with the Cowboys. We have to go get a number, another receiver now with Randall Cobb being out. With him being signed somewhere else, we have to go get another receiver. Um, Robbie Anderson would be a good. Um, I think he would be a good fit. I don't know if we would have the money to sign Anderson. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I'm guessing like there's a couple of might good be... receivers out there. Might be just waiting until after the draft, and maybe that is too. Maybe we wait and see because um, the receiver draft is deep. And if you don't Jared, take anyone in early, in first, you can get a solid. Yeah, we could get a solid, solid player. I mean, we got Michael Gallup in the third round. Look how he turned out. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're going to need someone to play the slot, <clears throat> so you can find those guys later in the draft. I wouldn't mind KJ Hill. Yeah, he'd be a good slot receiver. Yeah. He'll be there in the second or third round. Uh, he he's with his forty. It'll be a he'll be gone. It'll be the fourth round. Fifth round. So? Oh, yeah. this is forty. It's four six. Oof. Twice. He seemed faster than that though. He is. His route running is also ridiculously good for a college player. <laughs> so, um, um, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, you know, and if we, like I said, in my mind, if Jerry Judy and CD Lamb somehow fall to us, you have to take them. In my mind, um, who do you put in the slot then? Cooper. Hmm. I would put Cooper in the slot. He'd be your fastest out of everybody. And could you imagine Amari Cooper working on a slot corner? Hmm. Or safety. Or safety. It'd or be, a linebacker. Or a linebacker. It'd be fucking game over. <laughs> you would have to put three corners out there. Yeah. Unless you're playing. Well, then you'd, you'd be known near playing zone then. Too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that- it's like, well. The middle linebacker is lined up over Amari Cooper. It's got to be his zone, right? <laughs> I mean, at that point, I mean, I, I'm not. Unless you have your, uh, I don't know. It's... I wouldn't put Gallup in the slot. Gallup's not quick enough. Um, and he's a big body. He can play outside. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb, I think, are both bigger. CeeDee Lamb is for sure bigger than Amari Cooper. And I think Jerry Judy is also. But you put Cooper in the slot and let him just go to work. I think Cooper and Judy are about the same size, yeah, honestly. And it could be. And, and maybe you put Judy in the slot. I don't fucking, I don't know. I mean, if you're asking him to run a slant. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, Jerry I don't, Judy running a slant I out. <laughs> I don't see Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb falling that far. but they, was, I don't think they will. For some reason, they did. I don't know. The only way I could see it even remotely happening is if I never thought Calvin Ridley was going to fall as far as he did, and he did. It's because the only way I could see him falling that far is if you got like five or six, you know, all those quarterbacks go in the top ten, because you got some teams who their needs they're not going to draft a receiver. And then you got Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons who's going to get drafted, and then you got a couple other the giant the team I don't the Giants I don't unless they trade back. I don't see why the Giants wouldn't take one of those two receivers there. 
You know what I, mean? I understand like the temptation to take Isaiah Isaiah Simmons like he's but probably at the same it, but it's time, like you're number one have, receiver. I'm pretty sure Sterling Shepard. Yeah, he's a so, solid player, but he's no number one. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, hopefully, you know, all the shit holds out and we can get back to normal. But um, anything else you want to cover? Talk about? Oh, let's see. Yeah, we can. Uh, um, how about we can talk? Let's talk about the divisions now that Tom Brady's going to Tampa. Okay, we can do that. So let's AFC East and the NFC South. So start with the AFC East. Um, I think uh, Buffalo jumps to the favorite in that division now. Hands down. Um, um yeah, hands down. Um, especially with their acquisition of uh Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Now Buffalo has a real number one with uh. So I have a uh, Brown. Fuck, what's his first name? John Brown. John Brown and uh, what's his Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley in the slot. It's a solid three receivers right there. Yeah, I mean that's and they're gonna for sure number one. They're gonna be able to run the ball. Josh Allen can run. They've got Singletary, and I think uh, pretty sure McCoy. It's gone, but yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Dolphins do. They made some defense. Yeah, they've um, bolstered their defense for sure. Got a running back, actual running back, in Howard. Um, but they're definitely drafting a running back. I've heard a lot that they really like J.K. Dobbins. <coughs> uh, that they're looking to take him in the second round, or a trade back into the first round. And to I take think him. the biggest thing is. Who the Patriots pick up? Yeah, they could still be a favorite depending on who they pick up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've lost some pieces. Their offensive line is still good. They're they lost some pieces on defense with the Van Noy leaving. Uh, I think they're going to be a more run first team now. That obviously depends on who they sign, but they obviously they don't have the elite level of receivers to. Uh, be a pass first team with someone like Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as their, as their I, I see starter. either Andy Dalton or James Winston going. Mm-hmm. I think if I think if Winston goes, they would be the favorite. I think if Dalton goes, and I think the Bills would still be the favorite. But uh, just because Winston is a better quarterback, even though he turns it over just as much as he throws touchdowns, but yeah. Take away if he can get those interceptions under control, he's elite. But maybe so the late, you, hopefully the LASIK surgery will help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who do you see in the a, or the uh, NFC South now? Oof, man, that's a hell I of a division now. Saints. Yeah, I think the home field is too much. No one, no one goes into the no one goes into New Orleans and wins. I mean, they still have Michael Thomas, and that defense they still is have still an elite defense. They still have Alvin Kamara. They still have weapons. You know yeah, they're mean? still. And, I mean, and Drew Brees didn't really. I mean, he declined a little bit, but not enough. Just to, his arm strength is yeah. shit now, but it was also never elite either. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think I like the Saints to win the division too, just because Tom Brady has also declined. So you could say that 
You can make the argument that Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Tom Brady right now. Yeah. So um, Tampa Bay has nice weapons, though. Yeah, they got their they have more weapons for sure than the Saints do. Although the Saints they have a better have defense, a better defense. And in my than, opinion, right now in their career, they have the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think coaching is equal. Head coaching. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Arians and Sean Payton, they're both really good coaches. So, I think... Uh, I think Carolina falls off. I think they do what they did this year. Losing Luke Keekley is going to hurt a lot. I think I think they'll um, be better. I think they'll be... Uh, I think they'll finish third. Well, they, I could I could see them challenging Tampa for second just because of the defense. Saints, Tampa, Carolina. Atlanta. Atlanta out there, yeah. Uh, they're losing everybody. I saw they just caught cut uh, Foreman. Freeman. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's because he's been hurt. Yeah, he hasn't. He had that great season and then just got hurt. <laughs> yeah, and Matt Ryan's been turning it over too much the last couple years. So, um, but yeah, it's a it's a as far as quarterbacks go, because the that's a wild division now. Because the uh, Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater, so. Steady Teddy. Yeah, I feel like that could be a good potential fit for him with McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And he's now he's had. He likes to throw that check down a lot. I mean, I mean, he was what twenty two and six as a starter before he got hurt or something. Yeah, like I mean, he was or twenty two and twelve. Yeah, no. I mean, he's... when New Orleans played Dallas, you know, it was like. He just game managed the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah. like, That's what he does. He didn't force the ball down the field. He didn't make any turnovers. He hit the receivers he was supposed to. Yeah, he's not he going to force it to anybody. He supposed to. Yeah. You know, he's a smart QB. And it sucks that he got hurt because this this Kirk Cousins team could have been Teddy Bridgewater's team. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and there's no. Thank God. There's and it would no... be great to see Teddy Bridgewater healthy with Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Kyle Rudolph, and Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, he didn't even have all those guys in there in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting. You know, the NFL is shaking up. It's yeah. that salary cap, man. I'm glad. Uh, I'm just kind of happy that there's no images or video of Teddy Bridgewater's injury. Yeah. Because uh, from what people... That was gruesome. From what people just saying... I mean, the, I, you see knee dislocations like you saw it with the kid from UCF and Zach Miller. But uh, from based from what you hear is that those are nothing compared to what the way his leg was when he dislocated his knee. So I can only imagine, I can just thinking about, Yeah. I can just think about like the worst possible thing that you can think of with a knee dislocation without his leg being amputated or That's ripped off. I can just picture that. It's probably what actually happened. <laughs> so that's uh, and the dude missed like two years, right? So and obviously the kid from UCF is probably never going to play again. So, um, that's kind of concluding uh, this episode. Um, we covered quite a bit. Um, hopefully, Heck, we did. You know, hopefully the society can get back to normal. Um, let this thing pass over and just continue to live your life, man. Um, continue to live our lives. 
you know, right now, people are in a lot of panic because panic. Of yeah, it's like, man, you don't want and like. I just. It's because again, we've said it. I've said it. It's because they're stupid. Really, honestly, <laughs> ignorant, stupid, whatever you want to say. Overrated, uneducated, like, uneducated man. On it's, the whole situation. They say, you know, hey, they always said, hey, when you have access to more information, you know, the world is going to be a smarter place. Well, <laughs> boy, were they wrong. <laughs> so good. Stupid people, man. It's like, good God. But, good God. You know, we'll, we'll see how the government plays out here in the next couple days, weeks, maybe. I, would, um, I mean, hey, I would happily take a check for $1,000. Right. Like, no one's going to turn that down. Yeah. <laughs> And so, all you motherfuckers that said Trump's not my president, I better not see you cashing them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who gives a damn? <laughs> Who gives a damn? Oh, no, man. No, I, mean, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I'm not a fan of Trump, but, you know, he's our president, man. And sometimes everybody's going to hate a president. No, It's not always going to be fucking I'm just sick of... Uh... And- I'm just sick of everyone like making everything goddamn political, man. Like this whole situation, there's no like, <sighs> not, no, there's no reason to make it political on either side. It's just so annoying. It has nothing to do with anything, man. It's right? Just, <laughs> right? I know. It's like we it's, all have to look out for each other. I just want to punch some people in the face. You know, that's the biggest thing. But I digress. <laughs> um, so hopefully, you know, we can get through this fucking virus shit. Yeah, I mean, let's, uh, you know, take precautions, though, man. Wash yeah, let's your fucking be... <laughs> hands. If you feel sick, don't fucking go out. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, goddamn, even if you're, even if you're health class 101. Man. Right? Even if you, like, even if you, what am I looking at the word I'm looking for? Even if you don't show any symptoms, you could be carrying it. So, hey, you could give it to someone else who could fucking die. You know, you have to take precautions, man. If you don't feel good, don't go out. Yeah. Wash your fucking hands. Which, I mean, if we have to tell you to wash your hands just because of a damn virus. And yeah. This, then you're like, fucking up in the first place. Yeah. Like, come on. But this was like a learn, like growing up, wash your hands every time you go to the bathroom and shit. Like, it, like I said, man, we'll see. So ho- hopefully all this shit blows over. I'm. Uh, so yeah, hopefully all the precautions were taken work, and we're like South Korea, not France, or not—I mean Italy, excuse me, South Korea, not Italy, where everything is fucking back to normal in like a month or two, not like Italy where it's they're gonna be done for a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, they had to—they uh, just passed the, what the two weeks mandatory mandatory shutdown. Shutdown. Yeah. So it's locked in your home for two weeks. Think about that. And and I'm and I'm interested to see how people aren't going to have groceries. You know what I mean? Shit's out of stock right now as it is. Yeah, so, it's because of damn panic. You know, there's no reason you don't to bulk buy. You don't need 300 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Like, gonna build a fucking a fort for your kids? Throw <laughs> yeah. out toilet paper? Cool. That's cool. Gonna go TP every people's houses? Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a that's a flex, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, people would be pulling those off the trees and keeping them, right? Like, taking them inside, but <laughs> but I I don't know, man. It's It'll just be crazy. Interesting. Um, I think if we do go into a shutdown, 
you have to let people go to the grocery store, man. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it'll be there's it's gonna it has to be really bad before they'll shut down the grocery stores. People saying, Oh, they're gonna shut down the grocery no, not gonna shut down the they grocery can't. stores. They can't, man. It's yeah. It's they can't do that. For you know for one, I mean? you know, you're the places restaurants can still deliver. Um and carry out. So all your drive throughs are still open. So if those aren't closed yet, you don't gotta worry about grocery stores closing down. So and it's it's like, man, come on, use your head. Use your head. Use some common sense, buddy. So hopefully our next episode is a little bit more lightning. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll have, you know, some some bigger pictures on shit and what's really going down. Hopefully we don't get locked down to where we can't have another episode next week. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see. So, you know, like I said, take care of your guys' families. Take care of yourself. Uh, do what you need to. Uh, take care of your kids, you know, make sure they're taking precautions to mm-hmm. stay healthy and not be gross ass, <laughs> which I know is really hard to do with kids. It's kids, but, you know, they don't know. <laughs> you know, you got to teach them, man. They, those young kids could be the one carrying this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. You know, and not have any symptoms of it. So you got to take every precaution with those young kids. And young kids with health, rest- like, you know, health problems, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, you don't want to see that shit. So, you know, um, just do everything you can to help. And it's wild. Like I said, if anyone needs help, man, get a hold of me. I'll try to help as much as I can. I'm sure Dewey will too. Um, but you know, to a certain extent, <laughs> I'm not gonna let. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking... write you a check for three hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Need some paper towels? I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not toilet paper. Yeah, I'm out of that. I got like three rolls. I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. Two. Yeah. Luckily, I live by myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you guys go share this, like this. Um, and we'll be back next week. And like I said, hopefully this podcast is a little bit better. Next week, we see a bigger picture on things. And, uh, you know. We'll see. We'll see. More free agent stuff, obviously. Yeah, in the NFL. hopefully more free agent stuff, more trades, uh, more in-depth on the draft, maybe, hopefully. Might get some more baseball um, news. Um, NCAA might have a, a ruling on the what the athletes can do. Yeah. Like these uh, these seniors, seniors. Right now that are getting fucked on everything. Yeah. That's but, another thing that sucks about this. Like, your high school seniors, your college seniors, man. Like that. Could be yep. gone. Yep. No longer playing. So. So. Sports but, anyway. Like I said, man. You guys go like and share this thing. Um, we are signing off. Yeah. Another signing episode off in the week. books. Um, we appreciate all of you. So do we sign this thing off? We'll get back to our lives. Living cleanly. Peace out. Peace out, boys. <laughs>